Hi everyone, this is Baljeet, your host for today's episode. In today's episode, we have Devang. He has worked in various companies in 16 to 17 years. He used to be my manager a few years ago, and I have learned a lot from him. I'm excited about what he has to share with our audience today. And with that, I welcome Devang to the show. Hi, Devang. Hi, Baljeet. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great as well. So, Devang, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Okay. First of all, uh, very happy to be here and happy to be sharing some of the things which I've learned during my journey. To tell you a bit about myself, I'm currently working as Director of Engineering at Yellow AI. I have around 16 years of experience. I have been working in this IT industry since 2006. Very passionate about technology, product and engineering management. In my past, I have set up engineering teams from scratch and effectively ran them to deliver high quality, innovative and market leading products. Very, very passionate about coaching, mentoring, helping engineers, managers to help them realize their maximum potential. Can you tell the audience a little bit about your ideal day at work? Okay. Currently, my role is such that I have to work with engineers as well as managers, both of them. Mostly my day is structured around delivery, which is product delivery, sprint deliveries, thinking about what all processes are we following to make sure delivery is happening? What are the outcomes of that particular spend of the, or uh, quarter? What are some of the challenges which my teams are facing and how can we together overcome those challenges? Then some part of my day is dedicated to one-on-ones where I speak to my people. And then during those one-on-ones, I apply my ACE framework to help them in whatever challenges uh, these people are facing and also to deliver feedback or to appreciate people on some of the thing, good things they have done. Then some amount of time is spent uh, actively thinking about hiring and what all roles needs to be filled. Currently, uh, as you all know, right, environment is not right and companies have frozen their hiring. So I'm not actively spending time on hiring, but some on an ideal day, I will spend some amount of time on hiring as well. And then uh, rest of my day goes into thinking about product and design, doing design reviews, thinking about why my PM partners are building certain solutions. What problem are they trying to solve? And are we really solving that problem? Or are there alternatives, ways in which we can solve this problem? You are building a startup of your own a few years back and you spent around three or more years. And you also launched a pretty interesting app called Daywise. Will you please share your experience of running that startup with our audience? Sure, absolutely. That's a topic which is closest to my heart. So a few years back, I started to work on a product called Device. So Device is nothing but an app which batches your notifications and allows you to schedule them. Right now, we receive uh, notifications random times throughout the day. This application batches your notification and then you can decide when you want to get those notifications. You can get it at 10 10 a.m. in the morning, 3 p.m. in the afternoon and 7 p.m. in the night or whatever time suits you. So that was uh, basically the application. We were building something which can help people improve their attention, focus, and productivity, which is basically if every individual can maximize their output. Right. So I was very, very excited about that. Now we, we built the product and everything else went right, but we were not able to monetize the product as we expected. Right. So we had to shut it down. Now some of the learnings which came in this journey was I was very much attached to the solution which we built to solve a problem. The overall problem was to solve for focus, attention, and productivity. Batching notification is one way to solve that problem, but then there there can be many other ways. So I was too attached to my solution that this is how people should, uh, this is what everybody needs, and this is what everybody should use. But there are there are different alternatives that people people uh, have re- uh, resorted to in the past, and they were using certain uh, tactics. It is very natural, and it is bound to happen for everyone, right, who is working on their startup, because it is something which they have started from scratch, and now they are seeing it evolve, and 
take shape as time goes by so it's very easy to get emotionally attached and it comes naturally but we have to fight this never be emotionally attached to a solution which you have come up with right because for you it will be always be the right solution and be the best solution second key learning which i had was have very well defined time frames to know whether something is working or something is not working so ideally that time frame should be it can be different based on the idea but uh, normally it is around like 8 to 12 months to know whether something which you are working on is uh, working and going in the right direction or not it's extremely important if something is not working to cut it at that time and do something else rather than investing more and more of your time and energy into that particular thing right in my case i invested almost 3 3 and a half years uh, to this and uh, a very un- unfortunate that it didn't didn't turn out uh, to be the success which i wanted uh, it to be right but i committed too much of my time to that particular idea if i were to do it again then i would have pivoted after 8 to 12 months to something else try some other thing where i can see more traction more willingness for from people to pay so these were my learnings from the uh, which i did bajit yeah devang that resonates with me as well because during my journey of 2 years running my own startup we also faced almost similar challenges we started with a product idea we thought this is the best way to solve that particular problem over the time we came across various opportunities to try out different alternatives we tried them but we lacked courage and we were stubborn to stick to the same product and as a result our startup also went into a downward spiral so great points devang i'm pretty sure our learners are going to benefit from it while we were working at tribo you used to mention a lot that you never wanted to be a manager you were all set for the architect path but now you are a director of engineering at yellow ai you have run your own startup you have been director of engineering at tribo as well so what changed and um, how has this journey of transitioning from ic to management path been for you this is a very interesting question and this takes me back 3 4 or 5 years uh, 5 years back when i decided that uh, i have to move away from my aspirations and my ambition to become an architect and uh, get into people management roles so it all started during my college days and the seed was planted by our director in college where uh, on day one he said that you guys have to build organizations and you have, you guys instead of seeking employment you guys have to provide employment with that uh, that seed was planted on day one uh, in our college and we went through our uh, engineering and subsequently jobs and so once i got into jobs aspiration was become very very specialized in Uh, what i was doing at the time which was like mostly around front end engineering uh, and i wanted to be a front end architect because i was fascinated by ui ux experience uh, which we can give uh, to our users and the kind of impact it has on the users around 2012 2013 uh, in that time frame i joined mintra and again the decision to join mintra was because i wanted to work with uh, super skilled and smart people on front end technologies and at the time mintra's ui ux was uh, like uh, amazing Uh, so i joined mintra with an ambition to work with uh, passionate uh, ui ux folks and uh, learn from architects there and and one day become an architect during that time i started exploring some startup ideas with my friends as well and that triggered in me that if i want to build a startup then i have to run teams startup cannot be like three people working together it will have to be like some 20 30 40 people working together to achieve uh, whatever the goals of uh, that business is right which forced me to think that the path which i am taking right now will take me to a very different direction and if my aspirations are to build a business and provide employment then i have to learn how to manage teams i have to learn how to 
what are the challenges which people face while building teams growing teams and then running it efficiently at that time an opportunity came uh, my way where uh, i was offered an architect role in a fast growing startup i had made up my mind that i have to go into people management and learn that team management people management and learn that right i declined that opportunity after some 15 15 20 days or a month or so the same person uh, reached out to me and said why don't you come and do management here right you you aspire to do management and i trust you that you will be able to do really well uh, based on whatever uh, i have seen uh, in your right the work ethic and the discipline and what uh, x y and z that person has seen i took that decision okay now there's an opportunity in a high growth startup and now we have a person right whom i have worked with and he is uh, giving me that opportunity that and he is trusting me trusting me with that 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 you will be able to do that that's how my management journey started and the journey was full of struggles because when you go into management right the ideal path is you become a tl and then you explore management whether it is right for you or not for some time and then you decide okay whether i am i want to commit uh, to this direction or not right so there is a test water testing phase and then uh, you decide based on uh, your experience in the in that time right whether you want to go towards take up this as a career or not i didn't follow that ladder right i directly uh, moved to director of engineering which means uh, i have i i have i never managed a team from that to day one i am like hiring i am uh, managing a team i am uh, running standups and x y and z right? so there were like lot of struggles which i have to go through during during that particular phase can you share some of those struggles with our audience today correct one of the initial struggle was to stay away from code right which i was not able to initially i i remember for the first 3 to 4 months i was still writing code still deciding okay these are the uh, these are the git branching or uh, these strategies which we'll be using uh, deciding the framework for front end which is kind of i was not doing uh, the role which i was hired for right i was still stuck it's very hard to get out of that mindset immediately so i was still coding i was still uh, helping other people lot of ic stuff which i used to do i was still doing for the first uh, like 3 to 4 months i agree it's a difficult thing to do i myself have struggled with the letting go of the ic task during my initial management stints correct correct once that phase of 3 to 4 months or 6 months passed away then i started doing lot more management activities than uh, ic activities and that's when sudden sense of loss came up i used to be so disturbed that i am not productive i used to tell myself even though i was doing like what was expected out of me i used to have this feeling of loss of productivity completely being useless because being productive as a as an ic is very different than being productive as a manager right 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 and i had a conversation with my manager at the time as well this is what is happening and i don't know whether this is right for me or wrong for me what i got out of that conversation was this is how this journey is there will be a lot of ups and downs with that feedback i continued to do what i was doing was I, that feedback encouraging or discouraging i don't know i just took that feedback coming from someone who has moved from ic to being being a manager and now he is managing a bigger team and i took that feedback based on uh, the experience and i thought that this is the right feedback although i don't like it <laughs> right <laughs> at that point of time i would have like okay uh, you you continue to do your like whatever makes you productive and you uh, go back to your architect uh, level stuff but uh, so, so you still were uh, hoping for moving back to the ic role yeah yeah i was always uh, like i was not committed to uh, this path although internally i wanted to do management but i was when i started to do it i was not very happy right so uh, there was a, there was an internal conflict that you want to do and you but you like other path correct uh, better 
Devang, this is very similar to my own journey as well. After the first three months where you, where everything just, everything is new, uh, where you're excited about things, suddenly things become calm. And that is when you start struggling that, no, this is not working out that well. Earlier, I was writing a lot of code. I was developing microservices. I was deploying the code, seeing things in action, the things that I have myself built. I'm not doing that right now. And I found it very hard to understand what exactly am I bringing to the table. So I had a lot of chats with, if, if you remember, I had a chat with you as well. I had a, a chat with a lot of other mentors from within the company, outside the company or everywhere. And took me a lot of time to align myself internally that, yes, this is the path that I want to take. Yeah, I totally understand and feel you. Uh, coming back to that company which I joined and then uh, I moved into management. Right. Uh, like all because I wanted to do my own startup and uh, build a team there, right? And that didn't took took too long. Uh, after a stint of like 14 to 15 months, I got that opportunity and I took that plunge uh, into building my own startup. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't go well. Uh, so I had to come back to uh, the corporate uh, corporate setup. And I joined a company again as a senior engineering manager, right? Because that is where I left. I thought I'll do really well because I have now I have experience of running a startup as well under my belt, right? I'll be able to really do well uh, in the management role. And people were also very excited to have me uh, with them, right? So I started uh, doing management. And again, after uh, like two to three months, uh, it struck me that because uh, the uh, it I was not 100% committed in my mind, I had not taken that decision. I don't want to do a code and architecture and design. And I just want to do team management, people, product. Again, I got into the same mindset where I was not very clear whether uh, this is the path which I want to take. Those around year and a half, it was nightmare for me because there were a lot of positive signals which were coming from people around me. I've got a lot of positive feedback from my direct reports that uh, you are really a great manager. I've net, never met a manager like you. Plus, I was getting very good feedback from my from my managers as well that you are doing good. But internally, I was not happy. It was a struggle for me day in and day out. Pull myself into meetings, right? Pull myself into reviews and the kind of activities which uh, which uh, is required from a manager, right? It was a, a real struggle. And whenever I got into coding, I was like, uh, okay, this is what I want to do. I felt both emotions at the extreme, right? On one side, I was struggling in management. On the other side, this uh, IC path was attracting me because whenever I uh, again touched it, I was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. But you was not really struggling. You were getting all the good signals from everyone. It was just that you were internally expecting Correct. something else out of the role. Right, right. How uh, did you resolve this? So struggle was uh, mostly internal. It's like a healthy body, right? Where physically everything is great. So people were able to not see any kind of stress, any kind of problems with me and uh, was getting positive feedback all around. Mentally, I was not uh, very happy and uh, that struggle was going on in my mind, ki whether this is the right path for me or should I go back and uh, become an IC, become an architect. There came a time when I said, okay, no more. I have to switch to architect because uh, this thing is not working uh, for me because it is working for the company and every everything is working well and people are happy around me stakeholders uh, direct reports everyone is happy but then this is not working for me so i have to switch back to architect at this time i took a decision that i don't want to take this decision just based on my experience in the current company i have to go into some other setup right because the company which i uh, which i worked with uh, was into a very high growth or uh, you can say in a, in a very survival kind of a mode right and COVID also struck at that time, right? So if each company went through their own struggle. 
I told to myself that I'll get into a different setup where things are different. A company is not fighting for survival. Company has enough funding. And then I'm working in the area which I love. I wanted to give myself another chance to decide whether on a longer time frame, whether I want to do management or not. That's where I got, got into another company. And, and then I came up with my own solutions and frameworks to solve some of the, some of the challenges, which I was facing in management. Right? That's where I came up with a framework called ACE framework. Devang, you talked about ACE framework when you were explaining your ideal day as well. Can you elaborate on the framework? I wanted to solve a problem on how to do management myself, right? What are some of the patterns which I've seen, which keeps on repeating? And what are some of the mistakes I've seen a lot of managers make and why their teams are unhappy or why I, I was unhappy under them or why I've seen certain people unhappy with certain managers. In ACE framework, everything starts with E. E is for expectations. I clearly laid down my expectations from each and every individual who is working with me. Until and unless you have clearly defined what you expect from people, you cannot tell whether they are working great, they are underperforming or they are performing really well or they are performing as expected. So you have to draw the baseline. So that is where setting expectations starts. Now the expectation have to be with everyone, right? It's not about just having expectation with your direct reports, right? Because uh, you need to have expectation from your boss. You need to have expectation with uh, the, the design partners, the product partners, the, the QA partners, and like everyone who is working uh, with you, right? Then C stands for constructive criticism. This is something which is uh, super important, right? Everybody craves feedback. Even as a child, when you do certain activity, you look at your parents' face or you look at people who are around you to know whether you have whatever you have done is right or wrong, right? Are the people around you happy? Are they clapping? Or people around you are making angry faces or are shouting as a child it's natural for us to uh, get feedback on whatever we have done similarly in a professional setup it's very important for all of us to receive feedback and if we have done something wrong then it has to be told in, in a certain manner to us in our jobs right we do not like to be shouted upon or uh, told that you have done something in a very rude manner so you have to pass on that feedback or you have to get that feedback in a manner in which it is digestible and it helps you in your growth, right? It helps you overcome uh, whatever behaviors are not right according to uh, like whoever said, whoever has set those expectations. So that is the con constructive criticism part of it, C part of uh, the framework. And then the last is appreciation, right? Which is getting acknowledged for whatever you have done. And then if you have surpassed expectation, then getting that feedback from your peers, from your directs, from, from people who are working around you, that you have done something exceptional. And then getting appreciated, be it a handwritten note, or getting claps from your teammates or getting slack messages in a public channel uh, there are various ways of appreciation right these three things expectation setting constructive criticism and appreciation if these things are balanced and done in the right manner it takes away lot of people management load which a lot of people face in management right which i used to face in management right because product and design were never hard for me the hard part was people uh, this is a framework which I applied to ease my life. I think uh, a lot of people who transition from IC to management, they would also be struggling primarily with the people aspect. And uh, thanks for sharing this framework, Devang. I think this can be a really good starting point for a lot of uh, new managers. I must say that I've not met anyone in my life yet who has created their own framework or who have articulated their framework so well. Thanks, Billy. So do you apply this framework only in the professional setting or uh, uh, in your personal areas of life as well? 
I think most of the times it is limited to my professional setup, but then some parts of it do per percolate in uh, in my personal life as well. Now I have a like nine year old daughter, right? Like some some parts of it do uh, do get into my personal life as well, but most of it is limited to. Uh, With that, we are moving to the last part of our uh, uh, discussion today. What is one thing or uh, mindset or thought process that you have utilized? Over the course of your career, which has helped you immensely. Right. So, Baljit, uh, for me, if you if you force me to pinpoint that one thing, right, that one thing would be to being open to work, which is not in your area of specialization. For example, uh, I started as a manual QA engineer. Then, from there, I became a front end person. From there, I became a back end guy. From there, I did DevOps, a little bit of DevOps. In my startup, I did AIML. And I I took classes, design classes, learning Photoshop, learning uh, at that time. I joined one of the institutes, right? And I uh, I was taking design classes, right? To understand how this particular field works, right? What is the language people speak in this field? What is the mindset people have who are working in this particular area? Right. This has really helped me to work and collaborate really well with all the other identities who are working around with you, right? For example, in my startup, I was a for some time i played a product manager and customer development person which has really helped me understand okay uh, this is how my product manager used to think uh, when i was in corporate and will think when i again join back the corporate this is how he sets his priorities this is how he operates this is what he expects from engineering team and this particular thing of saying yes to uh, areas outside your comfort zone or outside your area of specialization that particular thing is true right now as well right now in my current company i'm being asked to manage a team which is completely out of engineering which means uh, it's not related to back end front end uh, data or anything like that right it is something else now i have no clue because i have not worked as i have not worked and grown in that particular area i don't know uh, how people rise in that particular stream right but that's an opportunity which is coming my way somebody uh, my boss is trusting me with that that you will be able to do this job and here am i who said yes to that opportunity and willing to learn willing to put in the hard work to understand and crack that particular problem now this, this is a challenge for me and uh, i have committed myself that uh, in the next 3 to 6 months i need to learn how to run this team this is one thing which has uh, which has really helped me is being open to work outside your area of specialization and then being really curious about that work and and learning different aspects of that work right the actual work uh, the people who are doing that work their mindset and how to really collaborate well with those people so that would be it So Devan, over the last sixteen or seventeen years, is there any specific change or a significant change that you have seen in your thought process, mindset, or the way you approach life in general? Naturally, uh, like as an engineer, right? We are we are tuned to thinking about how and when, right? Right. Uh, you are used to giving solutions of everything, right? Be it uh, be it in your office or at home, or people pose problems and you give solutions. Correct. But I think one thing which is really helping me is trying to get out of that how and when, okay. trying to be more in the problem space, right? Which is like why and what, right? Really questioning hard on why, right? Why do I want to do this, or why somebody is doing this? Uh, it can be pro it can be building a product, right? Why is somebody building a product, or why is somebody behaving in this manner? Getting to the root of the thing, right? Why is why is certain thing happening, right? I am trying to move into this more and more. spending more time in problem space rather than solution space that is really helping me uncover or breach my ceiling let's apply it to managers so now as a manager you are uh, managing people 
and now people in front of you are behaving in certain manner now now let's say you have set the right expectation and still that is not happening so what will you do as a manager you have learned like carrot and stick approach but i don't want to apply that right i want to understand why that person is behaving in this manner right in in an ideal scenario he will not behave like that so now i need to understand whether there is a genuine problem or this guy is really really slacking so that's where i would try to understand before reacting pulling that person up and and whatever feedback i want to give before giving that right i would like to dig in and understand his perspective why is he behaving in a certain manner so this is one example of how this tactic helps so earlier you used to focus more on how to quickly get to the solution and now you are focused more on uh, spend more time on trying to figure out why a specific problem might be happening before even thinking about the solution is that correct right so earlier the approach was uh, seeing a symptom and trying to apply a solution to that rather than understanding deeply why this problem is even happening or whether it is a result of something else some allergy which is happening or is it some real disease which you have rather than understanding that i just jumped on to taking pills right over the over the counter pills which were available so now the approach has changed to really understanding what the problem is and why it is happening is it because something i am doing or it is something really deeper having the patience to not go into solutioning mode staying with the problem for longer and understand the why really really well right that is what gives me motivation to solve the problem at the root level and if certain solution do not work that is what keeps me motivated to try another solution right because i am deeply invested into why now thank you devang for uh, giving your valuable time to us today i am sure the points that you have shared with us today and the stories that you have shared with us today are going to help a lot of people out there not only the young engineers but also the people who are starting their managerial journeys we wish you a good luck and thanks again for being part of the show thank you very much paljeet for inviting me and letting me share my stories and my learnings with your audience and i hope each one who will listen to this podcast can apply these tactics and go to the next level thank you so much